News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Now, this day, six months ago, Vladimir Putin's Russian army launched their invasion of Ukraine. And to mark today, we are joined now by Kira Rudik, Ukrainian MP. Good morning to you, Kira. Thank you for speaking to us. Uh, an anniversary, I have no doubt you're sorry to see that the war has continued for six months so far. In terms of the Ukrainian perspective, where do you see things as at at the moment? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we are not sad today. We are actually extremely happy that we made it up till this date because the whole world did not believe that we wouldn't fail like on the first week of war. And this is why today's celebration is rather saying, watch us, we are still here, we are fighting and we are pushing our enemies back. Uh, we are right now at the preparation for the long winter, which will be one of the most complicated winters since, uh, I believe, Second World War. Uh, that would uh, have an energy crisis, uh, economic crisis, uh, and uh, many other issues uh, in the whole world. And for Ukraine, we also know that it would be almost impossible to fight uh, when the winter uh, weather hits. This is why we are using these two months uh, right now to push Russians back as far as possible uh, and get into the winter months uh, in the position that would be better for us. Uh, you know, I spent this night under the stairs in my home because there were air raid sirens uh, in actually in all Ukrainian regions because uh, Russian rockets and Russian bombardings is uh, still uh, attacking our peaceful cities. And this is the sad piece that six months at war, we are still unable to protect ourselves from the skies. We are still not able to say, uh, okay, these this, this regions are safe. Uh, we do not have the weapons to do that. We okay. don't have the missiles to do that. This is something that we need to get from our allies. And this is what we are asking and keep asking for. An ability to protect our skies and the homes of people that live okay. there. Kira, I suppose Russia has has made most inroads in the eastern part of of your country in in the Donbas region, and and there has been fierce fighting and uh, almost like a stalemate forward and back between Ukrainian and Russian forces. Is there any? A sense in Ukraine. I, I know I have heard other analysts from outside Ukraine saying at some point a compromise may have to be reached whereby territorial lines are redrawn and the Donbass does become Russian and maybe that will end the war. Is there any appetite for compromise in eastern Ukraine for Ukrainians or is there still absolute conviction that you want to drive the Russian invading forces completely outside the, the, the current, I suppose, boundaries of your country? Generally, the appetite is to push Russians back. And I do not think that Ukrainian society is ready for compromise mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Uh, first, uh, emotional reasons yeah. that it is our land. Uh, then practical reasons, uh, uh, because we have already lost so many people protecting these territories that would be uh, absolutely unfair to give them up. But it's also like a general logical issue. If uh, the international community, if the world agrees with the point that one country can invade another sovereign country, take the weapons, uh, take the territories and uh, just like then redraw the yeah. borders, like 
what kind of the world are we living in? And for Ukraine, it's especially painful because in 1994, we gave up on nuclear weapons for the peace in the whole world. And Russia, United Kingdom and United States were the guarantors of our sovereignty since that time. So look how that turned. So I think with all of that and with uh, the advances that Ukrainian army is making at the south of the country, uh, we will not be ready. So you to feel that that previous compromises by Ukraine were used again? you because you no longer had nuclear weapons. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. And especially we have been at eight years of war with Russia and we do know that these compromises will lead you nowhere because uh, there is nobody who would push Russia to keep their word and this is why they would be using, as they call it, salami technique when they are taking territories piece yeah. by piece, step by step. Yeah, and, and, I, and I do see that. I, I absolutely do. Can I ask you, how is life six months into the war? How is life currently for ordinary Ukrainians in Ukraine? Well, today in the morning we woke up and again, the first thing was, oh, thank God we are alive and look uh, great that we got here. Uh, the the bad thing is that we woke up under the stairs in the shelters uh, somewhere where we were hiding from the air raid sirens that were on the whole night. Uh, the life is still dedicated to the victory. You cannot actually plan forward. You cannot be thinking about how you will build your life. You cannot think about your career. You cannot think about any okay. political the steps. War. Is, there, is there any normality? Is there any semblance of normality? Yes, there is always. You know, when we were thinking about Second World War, we thought that for four years, for six years, people in the whole Europe were only fighting to uh, to push back the fascism. But uh, honestly, they were uh, going on a date, uh, preparing breakfast, yeah. uh, having children, marrying, uh, going to work. And this is what we are doing as well. Okay. So it's a sense of that it all needs to be dedicated to winning the war and returning to the normality as we used okay. to know. Look, this is the sense. Look, we wish you well, Kira, and thank you once again for speaking to us this morning on the six-month anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That is Kira Rudik there, Ukrainian MP. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7.